Hi, this is Omar WJ. It's uh, 4.36 p.m. Arabian Standard Time, and it's uh, August 6th. As of August 5th, the USA has just had 1,000 COVID-19 deaths a day for nine days in a row. Allow your podcast to repeat himself. SARS-CoV-2 is aerosolized. Spreads through the air. In the early days of the outbreak at a Wuhan restaurant, some people got infected and others didn't due to their positions in the windstream from the air conditioner. Surface transmission of COVID-19 is not justified at all by the science. Still wouldn't touch your mask. Emmanuel Goldman. Um, that's me. Emmanuel Goldman said surface transmission of COVID-19 is not justified at all by the science. He's a micro, bi, microbiology professor at Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School. And he told Derek Thompson, that who writes for the Atlantic Monthly, Goldman also emphasized the primacy of airborne person-to-person transmission. Goldman writes in his July 27th article, a good case study of how the um, COVID-19 coronavirus spreads and does not spread is the famous March outbreak in a mixed-use skyscraper in Seoul, South Korea. On one side of the 11th floor of the building, about half the members of the chatty call center got sick. Got sick, but less than one percent of the remainder of the building contracted COVID-19. Even though more than 1,000 workers and residents shared elevators and were surely touching the same buttons within minutes of one another, the call center um, also. Maybe the Koreans are real good at washing their hands, but um, um, that's what I say. But um, the call center case is a great example, says Donald Schaffner, a food microbiology professor who studies disease contamination at Rutgers University. You had clear airborne transmission with many, many opportunities for mass Fomite transmission in the same place, but we just didn't see it at all. Fomites are the things you touch. Bugs you get from touching. The scientist Thomas spoke with emphasized that people should still wash their hands, avoid touching their face when they've recently been in public place, public areas, and even use gloves in certain high-contact jobs. They also said deep cleans were perfectly justified in hospitals, but they pointed out that the excesses of hygiene theater have negative consequences. For one thing, an obsession with contaminated surfaces distracts from social distancing and mask wearing. Vanity Fair says in their Sunday newsletter that's delivered to my email box, Trailing badly in the polls, the president is increasingly banking on a pre-election medical miracle. Anthony Scaramucci is convinced he may try to jam through a vaccine before it's ready. 
Um, Scaramucci, I think, was working for the president. Sorry, I didn't Google his name. But Dr. Fauci hopes the FDA won't bow to political pressure. Fauci's uh, family has been getting death threats. <laughs> um, when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. Dr. Anthony Fauci is on a baseball card when the Washington baseball team asked him to throw out the first pitch. Trump heard and called the owner of the Yankees and told him he would throw out the first pitch of the season. Um, sorry to give you that um, story. That's the epitome of chicken shit. Um... Sorry for my my language. I think I've, we've had that conversation already. Fauci told Wired magazine July 29th, We came down to about 20,000 new infections per day, and we stayed at that level for several weeks in a row. I think the last I heard, it's like 60,000 a day. Then we started to open up... Oh, sorry, 70,000 a day. Then we started to open up getting America back to normal and started to see the cases go from 20,000 a day to 30,000 to 40,000. We even hit that one point last week of 70,000 new cases a day. A recent survey from the CDC identified several symptoms common across the infected. Among 164 symptomatic COVID-19 patients, nearly all experienced fever cough, shortness of breath, according to a July 17th report from the agency. However, a wide variety of other symptoms were reported. Chills, myalgia, which is muscle soreness, uh, headache, fatigue, and the presence of at least one symptom. Um... Gastrointestinal symptom, most commonly diarrhea, were reported by over 50% of the patients. This aligns with earlier surveys, like uh, like one from the World Health Organization back in February, which found conventional symptoms of a um, respiratory infection were common in COVID-19 patients in China. The most common signs among more than 55,000 confirmed cases were fever, 88%, dry cough, 68%, fatigue, 38%, sputum, phlegm production, 33%, shortness of breath, 19%, sore throat, 14%, and headache, 13.6%. Since the government won't take any action, this will continue until and if there's a new president of the United States at noon on January 20th, 2021, and if he can expeditiously provide effective action until then, every day, oh, if he can expand, if, let me say that again, since the government won't take any action, this will continue until and if there's a new president of the United States at noon on January 20th, 2021, and if he can ex- expeditiously, expe- expeditiously 
provide effective action until then. Um, sorry. It's a mistake with my copy. Until then, every day for the COVID-19 news will be the same. A new record for the day of the number of dead from COVID-19. The promise of a new vaccine. And when school starts in the USA, record deaths of children. And the blather of idiots proclaiming Jesus will pro- protect. And GOP knuckleheads claiming reopening will get the economy going while its workers get sick and die or suffer lifelong afflictions from COVID-19. Listen to what Cassandra Pollock wrote last month in the Texas Tribune. State Representative Tony Tinderholt. Um, he's a Republican from Arlington. He's a member of the hard-line conservative House Freedom Caucus, which has frequently criticized Governor Greg Abbott's response to the pandemic, shutting down businesses and requiring masks and publics as government overreach. I truly thought last Friday was going to be my last, Tinderholt said, an Arlington Republican. In a text message to the Tribune, he he had COVID-19. Tinderholt said his wife and two of his children also tested positive for the virus, though their symptoms were less severe. Tinderholt said he is recovering after receiving medical treatment from a North Texas doctor. He said he spent several hours in the hospital and received an IV and medication there. He and his family wore masks every time, every time they went out in public because they felt it was the right thing to do. Makes it sound like it's moral. Um, I mean, um, correct action, um, I would say. Um, I would like for people to try to mitigate risk by wearing masks, he said, but wear them because you think it's right. I'm sure it works to some degree. It just didn't work for me. Okay, well, there's no telling how he got infected. Um, He could have been infected through the eye. Um, I don't know if he's wearing goggles or a face shield. And then, etc., etc. Your podcast remembers during the HIV epidemic in the 80s going to a dentist and the dental assistant wearing a face shield. Medical experts and doctors have recommended wearing masks to reduce the spread of the virus with recent research suggesting that wearing one could lessen the severity of symptoms or stop someone from catching it entirely. Research has also shown that face coverings such as masks are most effective at reducing spread when a high number of people in a community participate wearing them. Okay, a high number of people in a community wear masks reduces spread. Tinderholt said he was considered at risk for the Tinderholt said he was considered at risk for the virus due to his titanium 
aortic heart valve. Maybe he was considered at risk. Kinderholt's first day of symptoms, he said, consisted of mild joint pain that soon turned into severe pain accompanied by bad headaches and a loss of taste and smell. Now, in recovery, he said he has nausea and a cough with slight breathing difficulties. He said he doesn't know how he caught it. Maybe he caught it from those other people in the GOP not wearing masks. Or those other people in Austin not wearing masks. Or oh, he's up in Arlington. In an April 24th letter to the governor, the caucus urged Abbott to fully reopen the state economy, arguing that the longer he waited to reopen businesses, the longer it would take to recover. Your Congress, your your po- podcaster says that Tim Derholt doesn't want anyone else to miss out on the experience he had. Paul Crudman, economist, New York Times columnist, Nobel laureate, says no recovery with the pandemic at one hundred percent. There will be no econo- economic recovery. With the pandemic at 100%. Okay. We always kind of do that. We branch out a little bit. Okay. Freedom doesn't include the right to infect others, says Italian President Sergio Mattarella. I think I'll make that the title today, like shorter ones. It's a crime if you knowingly infect someone in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. My driver said yesterday schools are going to be closed. Um, it's going to be online learning again. Justin King, the um, guy I always like to listen to on the internet, Bo of the Fifth Column, calls BS on the failed reality TV show. Um, okay, Justin King calls BS on the failed reality TV star who from time to time takes this new reality show as the 45th President of the United States to the White House Oval Office. King, stating Trump's claim COVID-19 is making numbers go up. A lot of people have called bullshit on that. All you gotta do, it says King, is look and see that the number of infectious infections... the number of hospitalizations had doubled in the last month to over 60,000 hospitalized. CDC says there must be a decline before reopening, but Trump can't understand that loss of life equals a delayed economy. Trump said in an Axios interview with Jonathan Swan, nobody's done it like us. Thank God no one has. This is, this is the same guy who accused nurses of stealing face masks. Um, and it's now um, 4.53 p.m. Arabian Standard Time. This is Omar WJ. Thanks for listening.